Well, good morning. good morning. We are here at Advent 4. Uh, Christmas is a coming as we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, our Lord. There are some interesting things to know about the gospel lesson. The first thing to notice is that the whole message to Joseph happens at night when he was relaxed. He was sleeping and his guard was down. In the night, we are told that an angel came and said to him, Do not be afraid, for the child in her is from the Holy Spirit. Now that is a mouthful, and that's a whole lot to uh, take in in a dream. And I'm sure Joseph was wondering, what kind of dream is this? And what kind of message is God sending to me? It's a mouthful from an angel, a messenger of God, who sent from heaven to earth a message given from the outside, not in human terms, but in holy and godly terms, not in earthly terms, but in heavenly terms, not according to Joseph's normal assumptions. The angel spoke in a dream. Not when Joseph was awake and in control and maybe could ask lots of questions, for I know I would have had lots of questions. So the first thing to notice as we move into these last days before Christmas is that the expectation of Jesus as uh, on the outside of our normal understanding and categories. Our business is not to explain this text. Our business is to be dazzled, to be amazed at Christmas time that something is happening beyond our calculation, beyond our comprehension, beyond what we would know God would do, and beyond our normal understandings. This is a baby and a wonder, and a gift that is designed to move us beyond ourselves, to move us beyond what we normally like to do, and to be embedded with the Lord with every step we take, everything we do, every prayer that we make, we are called to be with God, especially as we approach Christmas. The second thing to notice is that the Bible is largely a reflection on how God's Spirit <coughs> makes things new. Think about it for a moment. It's God's Spirit that creates a new world and a new earth formed out of void, shaped out of nothing, and gives us all that we are blessed with. It's God's Spirit that calls the waters in Egypt to be divided and let the Israelites depart from slavery. It's God's Spirit that calls the prophets and apostles and martyrs to do dangerous acts of obedience, all in the name of Christ. It's God's Spirit that came upon the disciples in the book of Acts and created a community of obedience, a community of obedience mission and ministry 
in the name of the Lord. It's God's Spirit that moves us to do things we normally would not do and to go beyond who we are and discover and find something new. And now it's God's Spirit that begins with something new when the world is exhausted, when we are exhausted, when we are tired and at our wit's end, when our imagination fails, when our lives are shut down in despair, it is God's Spirit that lifts us up in new and different ways. We pray for God's Holy Spirit to come. That's why the Gospel writer is telling us that God's Spirit has stirred, stirred and created new things and caused something utterly new in the world. God has caused this new baby who will change everything among us. A paradigm shift is about to happen in the world and it's going to be amazing. And it's not going to be just a one-time event, but this is going to carry on for the rest of creation. The third thing to notice is that the angels give Joseph two names for the baby. Now, names are very important in the ancient world. First, the angel says, you are to name him Jesus, for he will save people from their sins. The Hebrew name Jesus is a verb for save. Imagine on Christmas that we have a baby named Save, a baby that came for you and to me to give us redemption and to save us from sin and death so that we may have new life. What a gift God is about to give us. Many babies in the Old Testament names refer to save, and the word for Joshua is save. It's also save is the word for Isaiah and for Hosea. Each of them saved Israel. And now Jesus is here to save you and me so that we may have a new and fresh outlook. Jesus will save us from sin and guilt. Jesus will save us from death and destruction. Jesus will save us from despair and hopelessness. Jesus will save us from poverty and sickness and hunger. In all the stories of Jesus with the church, he remembers, and we remember, it is Jesus who saves. Advent is being ready. It's about getting ready. It's about getting ready for the saving grace of God who will come when we cannot save ourselves. The second name that the angel gives the baby is Emmanuel. God is with us. It is the faith of the church in Jesus Christ was decisively present in the world that made everything new. And I hope you catch this at Christmas. Things are new. It is about that bright burning star of David being with us. And in the New Testament, we have all that evidence wherever Jesus came. He showed up where people were in need. He saved the lepers. He saved the death. 
He saved the blind. He saved the lame. The lame. He saved the hungry and the unclean. And he even raised those from the dead. Jesus' presence is a new possibility. And the church consists in all the people who have been dazzled by the reality of God who has come to be with us. Emmanuel, God with us. In this season of need and joy, may God come and may we celebrate this miraculous baby who was born for us. O come, O come, Emmanuel, be with us at this service on this day and forever. Amen.